so I think you have to realize that like it's constantly iterating, you know, and it's constantly learning and also that there's actually a lot of value in quote unquote failure. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 538. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to preface this episode and share a little bit before we dive into the interview. So about, I don't know, a month and a half, two months ago, I ran a program called Launch Your Funnel Live. And that program was designed to take somebody who had no funnel, no strategy, and actually create the strategy and build it out in six weeks. And we had a lot of business owners participate in this, and it is a very true testimony to our process and all the components and the pieces that go into a marketing strategy. We broke it down week by week from messaging to choosing the actual strategy, to writing the funnel copy, to building the funnel out, to having the long game promotion strategy. And so during this experience, we said anybody who went through all of it and actually executed and got their funnel live by the end of the six weeks would win a chance to be on my podcast. And so Heather, who is about to be on this podcast episode, um, was an amazing participant in the program and went through all of it and got her funnel live. And now I get to dive into her experience, what she learned, and her perspective going from not having a strategy, being relatively new to this portion of her business, which you'll hear about in the podcast, and getting it live. And everything she learned, the the real and raw truth behind what she learned, um, and we hope that it inspires inspires you. All right. Hello, Heather. Welcome to the podcast. Well, hello. I'm very excited to be here and hopefully share something helpful with people. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. Um, All right. Let's kick things off with you just kind of sharing a little bit about you and your business so people have that background before we dive in. Yeah, for sure. So I am a certified sex therapist. I help people figure out, you know, who they are as sexual beings and how they want to show up in their relationships. Um, I also host a podcast called Ask a Sex Therapist. And um, yeah, I I was in the webinar funnel or I did the webinar funnel in your program. So yeah, um, it's uh, it's been a really good learning experience for me. Yeah, I'm excited to pull out and and talk with you. I haven't talked with you since launch your fun alive besides no. a few Instagram DMs. So right. I'm excited yeah. to, to get the debrief. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I'd love to start with kind of walking me through your marketing experience and where you were at before joining Launch Your Funnel Live. I know I do remember mm-hmm. you had participated in something that I did beforehand and just yeah, yeah, I would be curious what, what you were struggling with, kind of what what your decision making process was in joining Launch Your Funnel Live and what you needed. Yeah, that's a good question. So what had been going well was like once I got people on calls, a lot of them sign up for my program. So I was like, okay, but how do I get more people on calls? And even though I've been a therapist and I've been self-employed for a long time, you know, I had changed so much about my business model. So I stopped taking insurance. I stopped offering one-off sessions. You know, I decided even though I'm licensed to work as a coach and do packages and, you know, through your program, I actually figured out how to add more value to my package, which was a great thing too. So it's like things just kept changing that it was almost hard for me to figure out um, 
you know, what to focus on, you know, and, and actually since recording, I uh, have diagnosed myself with ADHD. So I think, I think that was also part of the issue where it's like, I can be a little bit all over the place, you know, and obviously you notice that like, I do execute things well, but sometimes like the focus is tough. And so I was like, I would just love to have somebody who knows this. So like my brain hasn't, doesn't have to do all that work of, you know, putting it together and I could just focus on executing. Yeah. And kind of be yeah. told, do this, do this, do this, which yes. you did a great job with that Thank kind of so experience. Much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So just so I have the backstory, like how long have you been in business? I don't think I know the answer. 12 years. Long okay. time. Mm-hmm. And how long since you made the decision to like shift from therapist to coach? That had kind of been gradually shifting, mm-hmm. but like it actually wasn't until September of last year. Okay. I was like, I am a hundred percent coaching only now. Okay. So less than a year since that decision. Yeah. And the packages, maybe even more recent, maybe just since like early this year. Yeah. So a lot of, you're in the phase of a lot of like trial and seeing what works and seeing what Mm -hmm. doesn't. Okay. Very different. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And how many clients had you brought before joining Launch Your Fun Alive into um, the coaching only package? I mean, a handful, not yeah. not a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So and so you'd, like- you'd say coming into Launch Your Fun Alive, like your biggest issue was having an exact kind of strategy customer journey to mm-hmm. take leads and turn them into calls and then into sales. Exactly. Yeah. And that was your biggest kind of need coming into the program. Yes. I was like, I need a consistent way to bring in clients. Yeah. Yeah. And before coming in, have you had you tried things that like didn't work or maybe something worked a little bit? What was yeah. that experience like? There was a lot of things that kind of partially worked. Um, not so much with the packages, but even just since quitting insurance. And, you know, yeah. it's like so different when you're asking someone for like a $30 copay versus even 200 something a session versus now like a few thousand dollars for a package. Like it's just so different. Um, so I had done Google ads when I just stopped taking insurance and I was still doing session by session that, that was kind of like a partial fit. I I think what I realized along the way, trying that, working on publicity, you know, um, launching the podcast, you know, so there's all these different things. So many of them take so long (laughs) and it was like, okay, but like, if these are all like long-term games, like what's going to work in the short term. So that was also, uh, kind of a conundrum. Yeah, and you did launch your podcast, which is definitely a long game. It's not going to lead to instant, um, you know, clients. And so, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, Okay, and so I think we got to kind of your biggest struggle with your marketing up until joining was that consistent strategy and being told, like, tell me exactly what to do, and then I'll go execute it and kind of create that bigger picture strategy. So love it. Um, Let's dive into the experience in Launcher Funnel Live. So for backstory of people listening, Heather was like the A-plus student (laughs) in in Launcher Funnel Live. (laughs) She also decided to do two funnels during the experience, but they did go together, so I approved (laughs) it. (laughs) It wasn't a loss of focus, but it was a lot of work, Mm -hmm. and you showed up to all the calls, and you had, I think, your VA helping you. Mm-hmm. through some of it, but you executed, you followed it to a T and you really mm-hmm. like put in the time, put in the work. So I want to dig into your experience in that because you definitely like went through our process mm-hmm. of each step, each week, what to do and, and yeah. followed it really well. So yeah. yeah. What, what did you learn through that process and what kind of surprised you? Let's dig into that. Yeah. So I think what I learned was, um, there's a lot to it. And I think what you're so good at is the strategy piece and like helping pe- people figure out like, 
these strategies are, are appropriate given what you're selling, you know, in terms of products or services. And so it was like, okay, cool. So it's like partially narrowed down for me. And then it was trying to figure out, you know, what do I think could work or what's feasible for me to, you know, implement and execute and something I feel semi-comfortable with. Um, there was there was more to it with the emails than I realized. I was like, oh, this is there's a lot of these, you know. Um, but and I think I think what was challenging too was like making it my own. So like we had templates for everything. You know, I think you did a really nice job of, you know, laying things out and having like a very clear sequence, you know, where we start with who is your ideal customer and like what is your messaging before you even go into implementing things. So I did have that in mind. Um, I think then I'm trying to remember the order of things. Um, but I know that we had to pick our funnel, like what type of funnel we we're going to implement and kind of, you know, got some support around that and we were able to kind of bounce some ideas off of, you know, you and post in the Facebook group and that kind of thing. Um, and then we also, you know, aside from the emails, the other big part of it was, you know, landing pages and, mm -hmm. and figuring that out. And, you know, you were nice enough to give me your fancy design templates because I'm a design snob also. And I was like, oh, but hers are so pretty. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of pieces, you know, yeah. and it was one of those things where it's like when you sign up for it, it's like, okay. Six weeks seems like plenty of time. And then you're in it and you're like, oh my God, this is so much. Uh, even with the help and support, you know, but yeah. but it was good. And I think I was very committed at the beginning to like, um, this is something that, you know, is important for my business in the long run. If I really want to grow and scale at some point to have a funnel where I can, you know, drive traffic and eventually do paid ads to it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so if you remember, like the first week was that messaging work. And mm -hmm. I know every time, like I never really sell people on that. It's like we don't really include it in our sales material because mm -hmm. people don't think they need messaging work. Oh, but my God. What was that first week like for you where I had <laughs> you guys go through those exercises? It was great. And if anything, when I finished, I'm like, they could do two weeks on that. Like that is so crucial. And and that's actually something I realized more after the fact when I was like, oh, my – I was not clear enough, you know? And I, I think I reached out to you about that afterwards too and I was like, shit. <laughs> like I have to keep working on this. You know, this is like a process. And so it was really helpful to see – here's what it looks like to put all the pieces together. Here's what all the pieces are. I probably didn't even know here's what all the pieces are before being in the program. And so now it's like, okay, here's all the pieces. Here's how they fit together. Now it's this ongoing process of tweaking and refining to make them work together. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And most people, yeah, when I get to the messaging, most people are like, oh, I didn't even realize. Like I thought I was ready to dive no. right into the strategy. Right. And there's so much that needs to happen to the messaging. No. And I know – Throughout that process, didn't you get some clarity or ideas around your offer yeah, that you went back and forth on? Let's talk mm -hmm. about that a little bit. Like, how did that clarity yeah. come to you? It was great because um, the exercise, I really liked that exercise where it was like, go through, I mean, in my case, it was go through client intakes, you know? And so luckily mm -hmm. I had a lot of that data already. So I could just go back through like, what did people say when they first reached out to me? Like, what did they say their problem was? What did they say their goals were? And so I was able to kind of, you know, do a little analysis of what were the common themes and people who actually did sign on with me. And we, I did come up with some and then you, I liked what you said about come up with like the micro problems, mm -hmm. you know, like what's the little itty bitty things. And so I came up with like 27, 
you know, micro problems and you were kind of like, can your offer solve all of these? Like how valuable can you make your offer? And I was like, ooh, that's challenging. (laughs) But it did get me thinking and it got me to realize like, I had been wanting to develop a little bit more of an online course component to my coaching package for a while because I realized, you know, I want to kind of hit it hard in sessions with people and really do like the deeper healing work with people as opposed to repeating, you know, here's what internal family systems is, which is, you know, the approach that I predominantly use with people. Or here's what Gottman communication skills are. And here's what I'm meaning. Like kind of like some of the jargon, some of the like tips and techniques. And I'm like, that can all be prepackaged. Like people can watch that on their own time. And then they come to me and they're like ready to go. So that kind of helped me not only kind of add more value, but also get them results faster. And so those yeah. were two things you emphasized in that. Yeah. And part. for context to people listening, um, the exercise that I had everybody do and is a core part of what I teach is actually inspired by Alex Hermosi, which I think I had the group also I recommended read his book before we started, which is where you list out 25 problems, but very specific problems, micro problems that your ideal customer struggles with. And then you make sure you're solving those within your offer. And so usually what happens is people do that and they realize, oh, I haven't dug deep enough in exploring these. And it's the foundation of everything we do. Because if you remember, then we go into the next week and we go into the funnel and the copy. And I'm like constantly like go back and reference those problems. That's going to drive your copy. That's going to drive your email angles. And so it's super critical exercise. And it takes time. I remember, I think Sidra, who was in there, was like, I feel like I just got my MBA (laughs) or something that week. She's like, I worked so hard. I didn't even work this hard in college. (laughs) So yeah, it was a lot of work. Um, But you dug into that. And then that gave that oftentimes gives people ideas around, oh, I'm not solving XYZ problem within my offer. And then that leads to to changes and adjustments. So um, yeah, I wanted to give that clarity. And then next thing I would love to know is just what was the biggest struggle that you had throughout the process? I think the biggest struggle was at the end. Like, so when I, when I messaged you on Instagram and I was like, nobody bought my offer, you know, and it was like this very emotional moment where I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear in here, but I was just like, I often did all this stuff and I did all the right things and why did it work and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and it was like, now I have a different perspective where it's like, you know, I, I improved my offer. I learned what the whole process is. And, and then there was sort of this fear of like, how do I even know where I went wrong? And how do I kind of analyze that? And so I did actually got feedback from someone in the group where we did kind of a swap with each other and reviewed each other's materials. And that was actually wildly helpful. Mm. Um, So she went through like all of my email sequence um, and I had a couple other um, like kind of more experienced professional people go through it too. And basically what I realized was I still found a way to not be focused, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, I'm doing this work on your inner spark, you know, but it's also about your spark with your partner. And then people are like, is it for married people? Is it more of your libido? Is it the spark with? And I was like, oh, I see now. I see now yeah. how unclear this was. Yeah. But it's impossible you know? to actually get to that clarity without going through the process. And I think that's, that's what I realized. So now. Important yeah. is like, yeah. you more often than not will go through this the first time and then not see the exact results that you want and yeah. then have to go refine it. And so, right. 
the reason too I was excited to have you on here is like we haven't connected as much after that, but you stuck with it. And that's that mm-hmm. is the the differentiator to success. Yeah. Is like you have to almost plan on your business and marketing not working that first oh, time. <laughs> but you do. You have to come back going. to it, but it's not yeah. easy to do that. So tell me about that. And then then we can go back to a, a little bit of like the program experience. But yeah. Basically, Heather built a webinar funnel and then at the end of the six week experience, her webinar was pretty much the thing. And so mm-hmm. she had people on it, but they didn't buy it, didn't turn out exactly mm-hmm. how she wanted. And mm-hmm. we talked on Instagram and I was like, keep at it. Like, I, I know. know it sucks. Here's I what you're like, going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, tell me how it's been since then and kind of what you yeah. did with that information. And, and yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I appreciated that you were like so responsive on Instagram and that you're like, you have to keep going. And I was like, that's never going to work. And now I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, you just got to keep going. Um, and once I got the feedback, it's like, oh, this is what it looks like to keep going. It's like you have to then figure out why didn't it work or at least hypothesize. So to be able to get that clarity was super helpful. And then the other piece, the other piece that was nice about the program too is like you gave us benchmarks. And sometimes like when you're out there trying to do something on your own and you're not someone who's like seasoned and has done this a million times, you have no idea what the benchmarks should be for your specific niche for this specific type of webinar based on, you know, your email size, list size and all of that. So that was really helpful. And so I was able to realize that the click-through rate on my emails was like really nowhere near what it should have been. So I should have gotten a lot more people – clicking on the webinar. Part of it was probably the copy and the messaging not being super clear, but there was also a pattern of really none of my emails were getting the click-through rate that they should have gotten. And so since then, I've realized um, shorter emails are working way better for me. Like I, I sent an email out today um, about my first podcast sponsor, actually, which is super fun and exciting. Um but it was pretty short and it was to the point and it was offering something valuable. And I was like, oh my gosh, only like half the list has even seen it. And I'm already at 0.8 click through rate, which is higher than average. So I was like, okay, like I can figure this out. So I do think it's so, so, so important for people to just like, when you're at that really low emotional moment and you're just like, nothing's going to work to just like keep going and be curious and try and diagnose what's wrong. Because I came away with like two really important things that are going to improve all of my emails moving forward yeah, um, and my messaging. Yeah. And I think it's so like you wouldn't have been able to realize those things and get to the point where you're like, oh, shorter Mm -hmm. emails and this messaging if you didn't go through the process and do it a different way first. Yeah. And that is the the biggest thing that that people don't realize is like, I feel like sometimes people treat marketing as like, this is my one shot. Like, and if I don't do this right – then I'm screwed. And it's like, it's not the way it is. It's like, this is your first of a hundred shots. Right. And you will get there. So you really did experience my core value of like marketing always works. It's just a matter of when. Mm -hmm. And it's a constant refinement. Mm -hmm. So since you started making those optimizations, has that helped you go towards more progress and, and better feedback and getting some calls booked? Um. Yes and no. <laughs> so like I said, like the email today that went out is kind of a meaningful one, more so for my podcast than for for the client stuff. But the other thing that I've realized that you actually mentioned in a different podcast episode um, was just how much it was important to like serve your existing clients and how many of your um, clientele kind of came through referrals. And so 
I had been tracking, you know, the people who are signing up, where are they coming from? And for me, it's really been, you know, directories, referrals from other therapists, and I actually get a lot of return clients too. Um, and sometimes then clients refer each other. Sometimes with sex, I'm like, are they going to do as many referrals with their friends as other industries? Maybe, maybe not. Um, I definitely get some, but probably not as many as I got before I specialized in sex therapy. Um so, so I'm kind of going back to basics a little bit with that while working on getting the click-through rate and the messaging to be more consistent and clear. And so then I think I'll go back and do um, – I actually think I might do like a challenge or a boot camp next time. Which, yeah. Which is also nice because I now still have those templates from you. Right. From the course yeah. that I can go back and access to. And that. it gets easier every time because you repeat the process. Like you went through the process yeah. of creating and launching a new funnel, yeah. but you can repeat that every time and it does get mm-hmm. a little faster. It's how I can mm-hmm. live launch every month at this point. Yeah. With the yeah, process. that's amazing. Yeah. It's team and process dialed in, but it really is the same process every time. You just change the wrapping paper or the experience a little mm-hmm. bit and you refine and optimize as you go. Yeah. And, and I will do webinars still. I'll say that too. I think what I'm realizing though, and you also have mentioned this at various points is that based either on the economy or people just being so overloaded with things that sometimes longer funnels mm. will work. And so I'm like, I like the idea of having maybe even like a monthly shorter webinar. Um, and then I did, cause I did get some feedback that mine was a little bit long and then maybe also doing like a, maybe quarterly, I don't know, like three day boot camp or something like that, where people can go a little yeah. bit more in depth and kind of get more value out of it. Yeah, and you'll learn as you go with the feedback of what works and what yeah. didn't and, and what to do more of and what to try. So, yeah, that's perfect. Um, one thing I did want to ask just out of curiosity because I think this is so important and you know like you listen to my podcast and everybody on here mm-hmm. knows I'm so like anti-template and how important it is that yeah. people bring their own messaging and their own spin into it. So talk to me about the experience like – I did give a lot of templates, but then I was also mm-hmm. like, you guys better change these <laughs> and you better take your messaging work that you did in week one and make yeah. it your own for it to work. And so how was that for you? Like, did you feel like you had moments where you're like, oh, I know my audience would be into this or I'm going to shift yeah. this and you brought that into what you were doing? Yeah, I appreciate what you just said because um, I changed the templates, but looking back, I think I really should have just looked at here's the type of content Emily is putting in and I need to just totally rewrite it in my own words, you know? So it's more like, you know, attention getting hook at the beginning or, you know, share something positive. And instead of like, oh, I'm just going to change a few words here and there. Cause I did, I went through and I changed some words, but, but then also even realizing, which some of this is trial and error, um, my audience is just more engaged with shorter emails. Yeah. So like, you know, a lot of sales emails are longer and I realized, you know, or I thought, okay, that's what I need to do then. But everyone's audience is going to be different. So sometimes it is just testing things out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's like an important lesson as you start to realize like the importance of trusting your own gut and your own connection to your Mm -hmm. audience, which is kind of the magic in business. It's like, that's the thing that nobody else can do. And it's something, you know, that I do, but 
I can give you the foundation and the important principles and right. the starting point, but everybody, in order to create that like real success, you've got to bring in your unique spin, your magic right. a little bit into right. the mix. And that's the combination that yep. works. So that that's the other piece I've been working on is sort of identifying my voice a bit more. So I had also signed up for a copywriting course. So just what are the phrases that I tend to use? What are the you know words that really sound like me? Um, training chat GPT a bit to learn my voice and describe it by like kind of going through and picking emails of like, oh, I like how I come across here. Like, let's use this as a model. So that's all stuff I've been working on. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right. My last question is just you've been through kind of like the college boot camp of marketing with <laughs> yeah. me. And so somebody who hasn't gone through that level of like understanding the pieces and here's the steps. Mm -hmm kind of where you were before, based on your experience, like what you and what you learned, what advice would you give that version yeah. of you like two months ago? Um, I think you kind of said it a little bit. Like this is not like, oh, if I just do this one thing and I do it right, like this is going to solve like all my marketing issues. It's like, if this will give you a very good start, <laughs> you know? So I think you have to realize that like it's constantly iterating, you know, and it's constantly learning. And also – that there's actually a lot of value in quote unquote failure. That's that's been kind of my big takeaway is like instead of being, you know, so devastated, which like maybe you're allowed like a few days of that, but like, you know, that it's like there's value in that, you know, for me to learn how to get my open rate up, what needs work on my messaging, um, that people maybe need more from me uh, and more clarity from me before they're ready to book a call. Like that's actually really huge and helpful. Yeah. And one thing I think that if we were to touch base in like three to six months that you don't even see yet, it's going to be the foundation that you're building, the audience of your podcast, mm -hmm. your email list, emailing them consistently. Sometimes yeah. it takes time for that momentum to kick in. Yeah. And so I think also you'll start to have people that will be like, oh, I was, you know, on that webinar four mm -hmm. months ago and now I'm going to book a call. And so that's another reason like, yes, sticking with it to optimize, but then sticking with it to just make the goal consistency of yeah. content and lead generation. Yeah. Because if that's your ideal customers, you can't go wrong. Like eventually you will win with that because <laughs> that's an asset to your business. And so sometimes mm -hmm. I've noticed that like the six month mark seems to be a point where people okay. kind of pick a new like level because they've consistently grown and connected with their list that long. And while you're doing that, you're also practicing how to talk to your audience, like what right. content, how to, what to say. Right. You can only get better from here. Right. So I think too, like that's something that you'll start to see. And I've seen with clients that come in that like from zero to six months and then at six months, they're like, oh, I'm starting to have a win from someone who joined my list in month two, who's mm. now signing up for my program. So I think- right. The consistency is huge. And I do say that a lot of like make consistency your goal consistently, mm -hmm. growing your audience, growing your list. And as long as those are your ideal customer, it's yeah. just a matter of time until that pays off because as long as you serve them with your offer, like you can't right. really lose with that. Right. That's true. And, you know, I've seen that with my return clients. I've seen that when, I, when I'm emailing and when I'm publishing my podcast, you know, one of them who recently returned – 
cited that. Like she replied to one of my emails. That's how she got in touch with me. And then she mentioned my podcast being part of when she knew she needed to reach out. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, this stuff does work. Yeah, it does. It does. It's just a long game. It's a long game too. And it's constant optimization. Um, Yeah. Amazing. Well, where should anybody listening go to find more about your business um, and you? Yeah, thank you. Um, they can check out the Ask a Sex Therapist podcast, and they can also find me at heathershannon.co. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time today, and I'm excited to continue to see your journey unfold. I know we'll get you into either Essential or Elite soon, too, <laughs> yeah. and then we can bring you back on and yeah. have like a six-month update or something. So Awesome. Cool. Yeah, it would All be right. cool. Love All right. It. Thank you so much, Heather. Thanks, Emily. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.